You're listening to DraftKings Network. On this episode of the Cooligans of the First Segment, we basically talk about Copa America. So much has happened in the first week. We talked about Brazil versus Ecuador. We talked about Jamaica versus Venezuela. No, we didn't. What we really talked about was USA losing to Colombia, looking terrible. We talked about Mexico beating the pants out of Uruguay and why if you play the wrong uh, national anthem or if they mess up your national anthem, you're guaranteed to lose. In segment number two, we talk transfer talks. Oh, my God. There's so many rumors going on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Vardy. Is Vardy going to Arsenal? Is Mars going to Arsenal as well? Is Leicester City being completely sabotaged by <laughs> Arsenal? It's probable. Also, Ibrahimovic is going to Manchester United. Coutinho might be going to Barca. PSG, Lucas Pavano going to Boca. Daniel is leaving to Juventus. Oh, my God. In the third segment, we talk about Eva Carniero finally settling with Chelsea, making all them bucks for being called a whore from, Je- from Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Fellaini dyed his hair blonde. Neymar is on a world tour through the U.S., hanging out with everyone. Bieber's got tackers. <laughs> FIFA 17 is out. What changes do we want to see? There's there's so much we talk about, and there's so much more that I didn't mention on this that we talk about on the Cooling Games! Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans. It is the Cooligans. Oh, man. Copa America. <laughs> Yeah, it's going uh, it's one already, week one in. One week in, and it's already going pretty well. Oh, man. Not even a week. So it, much excitement. Not even a full week. Not even Just, a full what, week. four or five days. There's enough stories for the month. <laughs> what is happening? Everything is happening. Yeah. I mean, look, we uh, this is, is this the first, not the first time America is hosting the Copa America. 100% the first time. Oh, it is the first time. Yes. Okay, okay. So And the rumor is that they're just going to blend Copa America and the Gold Cup Gold Copa America, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be played in the U.S. every four years. So that, yeah, that is the, the reports are suggesting that. So clearly, look, these first five days have gone pretty we've well. Won. We've won. We've yeah. won. I mean, if like if we're business tycoons, we've won. As far as the national team is concerned, we got a long way to go. <laughs> but as far as business is concerned. Which, the, yeah, yeah. The, the books the books are balanced <laughs> yeah, baby. when it comes to America's uh, checkbook. You, we are making so much Panama paper. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. It is... Um, it, it, We're it, over 40,000 people per match. It's already a good showing, yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, we we watched a couple games, and, and the, you know, some of the games are, like, sparsely attended. But, some, which, sure. Which, but they're the also group, in these massive stages. Yeah, in these group stages, that tends to happen. Yeah. yeah. If, Look, pa- not people are lining up for Ecuador, Ecuador or Haiti. Yeah, Sorry. that's not going to... Yeah, pa- yeah. yeah, you're not going to pack that yeah, in, yeah. in just Indiana. Right. <laughs> tough. <laughs> tough market. Really tough. <laughs> uh, you know, first of all, most of the fans aren't allowed into Indiana. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah, well, that that's the thing we got to work on when it comes to legislation yeah, and yeah, all that stuff. Lot, it's a lot. But, you know, that's a whole nother, That's a different yeah. podcast. Uh, there's There's been uh, so many things... Um, you know, not even talking about the games, just all of a sudden we're on national, we're on national TV because Mexican fans are yelling 
<laughs> a bad word yeah. every time. By the way, they didn't just do it when the goalkeeper kicked. They did it for throw-ins. <laughs> they did it for any time there was a stoppage of play in the yeah. ball. Like any dead ball activity. Oh, boy. <laughs> you heard the fans yeah. go, eh, and you're like, here it comes uh, on yeah. national TV. They were, they, just, uh, they, they were afraid to just pan to the audience at any moment <laughs> just because be, they're going to have to blur. The mouths of uh, they of, still do the hot chick cam though, you know, <laughs> like yeah. Is that not just a staple of soccer at this point? It's pretty. You know what's great about it is that you you don't see it in. I don't look. I don't watch many South American league games, right? Yeah. You know, so I don't oh, know. They do it. Uh, yeah, I imagine they do it. Yeah. Oh no, they do it. <laughs> I, I think there's a camera guy specifically for it. <laughs> One on each end of the pitch. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you know your job, get some boobs. And the, yeah, this this camera guy, he's uh, he's always wearing a bandana. Yeah, he's always smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, aviator has- sunglasses, <laughs> chewing tobacco, yeah, spin- <laughs> spinning it out. Oh uh, yeah, you know that guy. Shirt half unbuttoned. <laughs> you know, yeah, him. his t shirt is rolled up. Oh yeah, <laughs> cigarettes right in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, one of those, one of those, uh, one of those like fishing vests. <laughs> Doesn't go fishing. <laughs> So, you know, this, this is not a thing. By the way, I like this guy. I don't yeah, know who this good, guy is. He's a good dude. I love this guy. I want to hang out with this guy. But you don't see this kind of practice in like a Premier League game. You don't see. Well, I mean, it's in England. Ch- There's no, <laughs> what are you going to look at? No offense. Yeah, like, a, a woman with seven sweaters on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely covered to the top. The only one you can is like the wives and girlfriends of the injured players. Those are the ones they show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. even in MLS, it's, it's not a thing they really do much. No, where they no. focus on, you know. Uh, the, MLS is a bit more family friendly. Yeah, you know, they're not. They're not like yeah. Except, look at this low cut tie. Except that the MLS Cup final with the, the Columbus Crew fan, the, the Columbus Crew supporter, the girl that just gave the gave middle, the middle finger, finger to yeah, the camera. Those yeah. are our broads. <laughs> yeah, those are our Ohio broads. Yeah, look at them. <laughs> yeah, what so you, hot. What oh, you from she's C- telling me where to go. What are you from Cincinnati? Yo, All right, nasty natty. <laughs> look at the attitude on that one. Uh, but look, the Copa America already. Look, it's it's um, uh, the fanfare already feels World Cup ish. It does, right? There's, and you know, it's funny. It's like we haven't gotten the fringe, right? Like we haven't gotten the non soccer fans to pay attention, not as they would in like the World Cup. Yeah, not at the level of the World Cup. But like, if that's let's say that's ten, we're at like a seven and a half. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like the the amount of attention it's getting is impressive. You know, both positive and negative. Negative, everything Mike Francesa says. Positive, (laughs) everything else that's happening. Yeah. the, the ratings already kind of show that. Especially I think it was a fourteen percent bump over the group stage of the World Cup. That's right. So it's huge. So we're, yeah, already better off than the World Cup. And look, every time any, a big tournament comes uh, through, and, and and especially being in the United States, it, look, it's only getting better. So yeah, soccer's not going anywhere, guys. No, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, old men. We're here to stay. You know what else is uh, really important about this is that. A lot of the TV rights, uh, the, the the bubbles burst on TV rights for soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are negotiating lower than before, where each year it was going up and up and up for each contract. So it was like a scary moment. Is like soccer over? You know, is it going to continue to build? It seems like it's reached its peak in Europe. The U.S. fourteen percent bump with. 
you know, again, Ecuador playing Haiti, you know, and teams like that. I mean, it's clear. And by the way, massive amounts of superstars not playing. Messi only shown on the bench. Suarez not there. He should have been there. Uh, you know, I get he's injured. You know, Neymar not there. These mad, you know, these massive names aren't playing. And normally the star power is what draws people in. And some of these games are taking place at the same time as the finals, the NBA finals. So for there to be a 14% bump yeah. is massive. And it shows that U.S. has the potential to take over for the future where if Europe has reached its peak and Asia is not just there yet, I mean, that, that could mean tons of money being pumped into the U.S. Yeah, when, when uh, but if like if we're competing against the NBA finals, it's not really much of a competition. The Warriors are going to sweep the goddamn oh Cavaliers. God. I feel so bad for Cleveland. <laughs> I was pulling for Cleveland. How do they look worse than last year? There's two players with all of their players. With all of their players. And Richard Jefferson and, and Channing Fry. Uh you know, I there's two players from Essex County where I'm from on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I was like, "Oh, we gonna win, babe. We gonna win. Bring it back to Essex County." No, it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening. Funniest thing of this whole thing is uh, Varejao gets a ring no matter who wins. That's right. So you know, he's just like, "Yeah, I mean, it's fine as long as I don't get injured. I can still have my." I weekend. think the NBA Finals were at, were actually the Western Conference Finals. That was much better. Yeah, that was. Much that would have been a great NBA Finals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to Copa America. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, speaking of putting up a fight, the Uruguayan fans, not very happy. Uh, it seems like whoever, uh, someone from the Donald Trump campaign apparently is running the national anthems button. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Uruguay played Mexico, uh, which I mean, you want to talk about an exciting match. You knew those two teams were going to bring it. Mexico plays a very dazzling, uh, style, uh, Uruguay. If you don't know, Uruguay plays, Basically the exact same way Atletico Madrid does, which is throw your body in front of the other player and then quickly get up and try to score. I mean, it's it is wild to see. It's wild to watch. And those two teams against each other. Absolutely incredible match. But all of it started right before the match even kicked off. (laughs) They played the wrong national anthem instead of the the Uruguay national anthem. They played the Chile national anthem. Yeah. And I'm sure the guy in the PA system was like, what was the difference? (laughs) Bunch of horns. (laughs) How can you tell the difference? Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, it happens. You're on iTunes. You double click on the wrong you know, the wrong song. You have it on shuffle. He had the right. national anthem on shuffle. You want to play Life of Pablo. Next thing you know, you're <laughs> listening to college dropouts. It's a big mistake. It happened. It Quick, happened. You hit Obviously, a there, there's almost uh, nothing more insulting to a country, especially a country that like where soccer is the main sport. Right. Just open up. And maybe it's like a maybe it was like a, a fix, you know, like, like a mental uh, like uh, you think ma- a Chapo got on the horn and was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, this me- I can't kill him. Let's mess with these guys. All right, let's play the wrong national anthem. <laughs> That's how he switches so quickly. He's like, how about we have all of Uruguay killed? <laughs> no. Okay, play the wrong song. Ah, that'll that'll, get there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that might have been more effective. How about a different shade of blue? (laughs) No? Okay. Okay, too rude. It was, uh, you know, you could it, it, it could startle you psychologically before a game starts. And you're like, what is, what is there? What are they playing? This yeah. is weird. Now you're thinking about something else besides the game. That only happens when you're like really patriotic towards your country. Like if the U.S. national team was playing in Uruguay and in Uruguay they played, oh, Canada. Everyone would look up and be like, oh, that's funny. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's great. It's a great like, bit. Yeah, it's. 
That's awesome. You know, oh, I see what you guys are trying to do. They're like, we get bags of piss thrown at us by the Mexican fans. I think we're going to be fine. You know? Yeah, we're a little tougher when it comes to it. Yeah, yeah, because for the most part, when it, if you're an American soccer star, you're not used to the 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 celebrity or the fame of like a European yeah. star or whatever. Like you, I know Michael Bradley can probably walk around. You know, he could walk around Park Slope and be and people be like, who Who yeah. are you? Why yeah. are you? Hey, you're a weird guy. looking bald. <laughs> yeah, hey bald guy. Are you old? Are you young? Yeah, what are you? I can't tell. <laughs> are you happy? Are you mad? You're very confused. I've never seen you smile. Yeah, yeah. Are you a dog walker? <laughs> Why are you here? So during the day. Yeah, so we can uh, we can our our American players can deal with a little bit of that yeah. negativity. In Uruguay, there's like a, you know, and look, I'm half Uruguayan. I I want them to win. Um, I think it, I I want them to play well. I still think I'm, I root more for the U.S. by a long shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm 90% rooting for U.S., small amount, pulling for Uruguay. And if Cuba ever gets their stuff together, I'm going to be very confused. Um, I want everyone to win. But, uh, you know, I honestly felt that Uruguay had a chance to win. And I know Suarez isn't back into the last group stage. Uh, they're currently in last place. So is U.S. So you know what? Don't have me root for your team. <laughs> uh, they're both in last place. Zero points. Only one game. Uh, Uruguay went down to 10 men and all of a sudden controlled the match. And then when the other team went all went down to 10 men, Mexico back to control the match. What is happening? It, Mexico, well, I mean, we were talking about this last week. I, Mexico looks like they want this competition. I mean, I think you, you they're know, twenty games in a row unbeaten. For, for the most part, you know, a lot of the a lot of the talk about this tournament was like, oh, this is a you know, a one off fake tournament. Doesn't really, yeah, it's mean, a cash grab. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. And then you know, the group stage started, and everybody's like. Yo, we want this. Yeah, like, we don't even want this. Bam, bam, bam. You're like, well, we go. We're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna cut your damn throat yeah. to win I, this. Tournament. The only thing that's missing is Copa America needs like the Champions League song. You know, the champions. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need like La Copa. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, yeah, let's get uh, Sean. Pa- Sean. Let's get Sean Paul to just do it. Sean <laughs> about Mr. Worldwide. It's, it's going to be the worst song it's of all be time. Pitbull. Yeah. Hey, what, when did Pitbull become this guy? I don't like this guy. I liked his Cuban, Miami, reggaeton. He was dope. Like He spit bars. We've said it on this yeah. podcast before. The Man. guy was beast. He almost signed the terror squad, uh, you know, which would have been a real mistake. Uh, but well, ISIS? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Man. Where's Kirby? Uh, uh, that was that was very well done. I will I will tell him about that. Um, I uh, he almost I mean he the the dude could spit and then all of a sudden I think it was like J Lo was like hey how about you know you're from Miami to party city why don't you just make party music yeah just be a global and, superstar and then he's wearing suits and he's a global superstar slash joke that's generally how they go yeah they generally go together. Uh, but Mexico uh, did win three to one against yeah. Uruguay, uh, um, and you know what? Look, I, that was honestly a two-one win. The third, I mean, Uruguay was pushing so many men forward at that point. Cavani looks like he did not show up. Vecino, who's the dude that just got, I know they were pronouncing his name Vecino. I'm pretty sure it's Vecino, but I'm everyone, sure Vecino. everyone has like, you know, Italian backgrounds down there. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, he's, this is like his first or second, I think it's only a second or third uh, star for the men's national team in Uruguay. What is happening? 
the guy's just kicking people left and right. You can't get two yellows in the first half. Yeah. You know, so I, I think he's done. He's going to be sent back home. Um, but you're seeing a lot of class out of both ends. You know, the cool thing about Uruguay is like Jimenez and Godin, the two center backs, they play together at Atletico Madrid. So Godin, everyone considers him the best center back in the world. I do too. The two of them together seem like they play really well. One of them throws his body. The other one, you know, sits back, which is Godin. Um, it's absolutely incredible to watch. A lot of fun. A lot of fun excitement in that group. Uh, we watched the uh, men's national team against we Colombia. We did. Uh, USA, Colombia. USA lost 2-0 to Colombia. Lost everywhere. Los I mean. Cafeteros. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We look bad. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me yeah. Go. Should I pause it? Yeah, pause it. Yes, so they l didn't look great. Uh, it was a bit disappointing because they, if it felt um, a bit, you just expected more from the opening game. You expect a little bit more energy. They did. They looked like they were playing a training match. <laughs> they could. They didn't seem to be like connecting passes very well. All the friendlies. Bradley looks so bad. Yeah. They, look, when it comes to. You beat uh, Bolivia. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Look, the U.S. had a strong possession. They they had the ball for the majority of the yeah, match. Yeah, but they gave it to us. Yes, yes, and that's it. That's that's what's a little disappointing in that in that it it was we sort of fell right into their trap, so to speak. Yeah, it's like saying when you play Arsenal, like oh, but we didn't even have the ball. Yeah, of course you didn't. That's their strategy. Yeah, Colombia wants you to have the ball, and they're just going to crowd you. They're not going to let you make passes. They're not going to let you get in the final third. None of us. All of the old guys, and I'm, I'm, I know Zardes. People said like he looked like he was a threat. He had moments where he absolutely was, but overall, doesn't have the the. I don't know if it's the skill or the mental awareness or what it is. But all of Clint, uh, Bradley, uh, you know, those two guys in particular looked absolutely terrible. Why is Fabian Johnson one of the best, one probably the best player on the team, one of the best scorers in 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 Germany? Why is he on the back line? Yeah. And if our plan was to was to spring our back line up, then why is Bradley so far forward? He should be part of the defend, you know, like that sort of central defender, sort of like that forward sweeper protecting the back too. It's so confusing. Jeff Cameron looked great and then he gives up, you know, uh, the goal on, on a set piece. And by the way, Columbia didn't look good. Columbia didn't look that great. They weren't, they, they didn't necessarily impress. They, the, the, the first goal was off a, off a, off a set piece, which Jeff Cameron just sort of missed. Lost them. Lost them yeah. for, I mean, for like a second, but that's all it really took. That's all it took. And by the way, the guy didn't even put a good strike on the ball. He just put his foot out and it went in. Yeah. And you can't blame Guzan. You can't blame, I mean, you have to blame, unfortunately, you have to blame uh, Jurgen Klinsmann. I don't know what their strategy is going to be for tonight. We're, we're recording this before USA plays Costa Rica. So I don't know what their what their strategy is going to be before they play Costa Rica. But I'm assuming uh, that they're going to be, you know, younger. I'm hoping they're going to be younger. I hope Nagby is starting. I hope Pulisic is at least getting in earlier if he's not starting. Uh, you know, we looked slow. Bradley was making 
I mean, the dumbest passes I've ever seen. Uh, Zardes has what's now being called the worst pass in, in football history, uh, where he just sort of one time flicks it to literally no one. <laughs> uh, you know, I, there was so much to watch in that match, and none of it is actually very good. The one good thing that Zardes did, which is, you know, it's so shocking. You see, like, you know, the first time you've ever played soccer in your life, whether it's a video game in real life, you get the ball, you think, you turn and put your head down and run as fast as you can to Towards the goal you're supposed to shoot. That's like the first thing you do when you play soccer. It's what every kid does. That's what they were doing. Zardes once turned, came back the other way, shifted the defense, passed the ball to, uh, to Dempsey. Dempsey sends a curler that went just wide of, of the of the goal. Had that gone in, maybe it would have switched the confidence around or something, but it went wide. That was the best attempt we had. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's a that's a sad part in is how I don't know, especially with how much possession uh, the U.S. had, you would think they would have produced a few better chances and they capitalized re- a little. And they really did not. Uh, and, and it made I, I, I don't know. It, it made them seem a lot more like it brought up more concerns. You know, it brought sure. up like, are these guys old? Are these guys? Was uh, it a mistake to go back to the MLS, you know, for Bradley? A lot of little things like that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, I had this argument on, on Facebook. People said like, oh, when, when we stop, when, when our players stop going to MLS, that's when we'll be better. At the same time, it's like, do you want your players sitting on the bench in Europe? I mean, I love uh, Jedian's LLM. It looked like he was, or Gideon. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Uh, you know, Arsenal fan. He's an Arsenal player. He's playing at Rangers. He was injured for part of the year he's kept out of the team for god knows what you know jurgen calls him out by name in the wall street journal article and i asked a couple fans we asked on the on the cooligans and one fan said he was inconsistent eight assists in 28 matches i mean not incredible you're in the second tier of the of the scottish division he should be doing a lot better but maybe he would be better with you know maybe he would play better or have better numbers if he had you know if he was passing the ball to better talent who knows but a guy like that i mean eight assists that's still pretty damn good yeah it's not a scoff at yeah i mean it's not and he was injured for part of the year i mean that guy yeah. could have been in 11 12 i mean mesrozil is being lauded or or applauded i should say for having uh 18 uh you know he could have probably, he would have averaged out to say 11. Get a guy like that in. He's still young. Why would he miss? Why would you have him miss this? If he plays badly in the Copa, don't bring him to the World Cup. Sure. But you got to bring a guy like that in. Jermaine Jones? Why is he still here? And I know he was good, but still, we got to have someone else. Why isn't guys like Carmen uh, Carter Vickers or whatever his name is, the guy who plays for Tottenham? Yedlin looked great. Absolutely. But why don't we have some of these other players here? Yeah, it seems like Klinsman is holding on to, you know, you you know you need some veteran leadership when you have, uh, on, on any national team, you, you, you saw Rafa Marquez score that goal. He's an, obviously, he's an important Player, he's, he's a, on he's, the cover he, of AARP, <laughs> but he's an old guy. But there, uh, it, it seems like there's too many, too old guys on the men's national team in the starting lineup. If we get to the World Cup, I'm saying it here. If we get to this World Cup and Michael Bradley is either starting or, and our or our captain, I mean, I would hope he was. He's he's starting if he's a captain. But if he's still our captain, we have failed. Maybe. We have failed as a nation. <laughs> well, if there's no if there's no prospect that is is good enough to replace him then that is that is a failure if yeah. there's nobody behind him that can clearly take that spot and and and, uh, and be that centerpiece 
then yes. And what are these anti-Klinsman people thinking? Like the people who reacted badly when Klinsman said what he said about the MLS, saying that he wants his players to play in Europe. He doesn't think MLS is up to par. If when he said that and everyone jumped down his throat, I have a feeling those are the same anti-Klinsman people. How can you blame him for this when it's our own players? And listen, we love the MLS. We love it. We're season ticket holders, but we have to understand the level it's at. We can't blame Jurgen for not picking those players, and then when he does, they don't perform. You can't do it. And you, but you also can't get mad at. It's also slightly hypocritical for him to be like, "Oh, uh, our our players should be in Europe," but but he's still picking up MLS talent. Do you know Nagby's? Uh, he ne- he didn't play in Europe, you know? No. And look, I'm not saying that it's wholeheartedly going to be, uh, it's not going to be a talent suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are There is great talent in the MLS and there are great, but players that are coming back from Europe to play in the MLS, uh, you have to expect that they're going to take, they're going to be a step slow because they're not playing against that high level of competition every single time. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not that pressure cooker. We don't have that pressure cooker here. I hate to talk about promotion and relegation, but when your team doesn't have the fear of losing money and potentially closing out, you know, or closing down and, and going into bankruptcy and administration, all these things, there's a lot less of a, of a hassle. You know, we watched uh, a couple of matches at the beginning of the season that looked like they weren't even that important. And because we have a playoff system, it's not, you know? Yeah, that, that is interesting. Like what, what would the promotion relegation, what does the promotion relegation system do for your, for the morale of a team? Because yeah, yeah when you're in fear of relegation and, and it, you know, it is that real fight or flight, you know, there's a, there's a panic yeah. to not get relegated that, that can, really make you a better player because you can dig deeper inside yourself to discover sure. some new sense of urgency that you never knew you had. If you don't believe what Christian just said, think about every other American sport when it, and when it's a player's quote-unquote contract year. When it's their final year, yeah. and then they, they're amazing. They gotta show up. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're incredible. They train harder. They play harder. That's every year where there's promotion and relegation. And I'm not one of these guys that says it's absolutely necessary, but we have to look at some of the things that's stopping us. I was having a conversation with... Um, uh, uh, not Jordan Raybould. I can't uh, remember his other name. Brent, right? Brent Raybould, the taller one. The other Raybould. You know who the Raybould is? His brother? Are. Yeah. Oh, I never met his brother. Um, well, anyway, his older brother, also a big soccer fan. Okay. Uh, and I apologize, dude, if you're listening. I'm sorry I forgot your name <laughs> right now. But uh, we were talking about... Uh, we, he's like, oh, well, you know, the men's national team should be making the players better for the club. That's backwards. Everywhere else in the world since day one, the clubs make you a better national team player. Why do we here in America look at the national team as they should be building better club players? That's not the way it works. Sure. That would be like if, uh, you know, the 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 Olympic basketball team. Why aren't they? Why aren't they training them to be better to win the NBA finals? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on, Coach K. You know, that's not the way it works. And it's like it's so frustrating that we have this backwards because the men's national team has always been more uh, more heavily followed than than the MLS and it's it's those little things that need to be fixed if we're ever going to win one it just has to yeah when it comes to this this particular game it yeah it was look it was the opening match you are the you are the host team of this tournament you got to look better than that yeah i mean there's no other way around it 
And you know what? Everyone says like, oh, great. Uh, they might blend the two Copa uh, America and Gold Cup into one. Well, one friend on Facebook was like, well, I guess we'll never win another one. If you want to be better at something, you have to play against better competition. Exactly. When I play basketball, everyone's like, yo, you want to be better? Go play against better kids. And you know what I learned? I'm not going to get better. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're so much better than <laughs> oh me. Oh, my God. Why are they so tall and fast? Uh, but th the opposite is I actually did become better. I wasn't as good as they were. But when I went and played with my other friends, I was incredible. Yeah, yeah. You because I constantly, yeah, because I was constantly. Constantly playing against people that were kicking my ass and I kept trying harder and harder. Same thing goes for soccer. When you train against better people, when you play against better people, you become a better player yourself. We need to raise the standard of the sport. And look, if we end up winning the group and we end up coming out of it and we get to the quarterfinals, great. Thank you. That what I'm saying here will not change. My attitude may, but what I'm saying here will not change. We can't show. We can't do another showing like this again. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, you know, if you're finishing early, go get a spray. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> we need to find a spray. Uh, uh, another match uh, that we uh, saw yesterday: Argentina versus Chile. Uh, Argentina won two Mr. to one. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Another national anthem. Uh, another na na national anthem. Just a, a weird transition, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, right. I guess it's, it's the re the Pitbull remix of the Chile <laughs> yeah. National Anthem. Which, if you didn't know, Pitbull's <laughs> big fan. Uh, he's Cuban, but big fan of the Chilean National Anthem, not the team. So. Yeah, after the National Anthem, it yeah. just uh, went directly into Pitbull, as if it was really the same song. Yeah. As if it was a, a like a, a Kanye song that had a weird middle that and right. it went yeah. wacky and then into like a basically a new like song. A clip of a movie shows up <laughs> in the middle of a song. Uh, yeah, it was very odd. Um, and again, if they play your... They should play the wrong national anthem for Costa Rica tonight because if they play the wrong national <laughs> anthem or they mess up your national anthem, you lose. And that's what they did to Argentina. And Argentina didn't look incredible. They looked talented. They didn't look like a great team. No, but, uh, but they when it comes to uh, strict sort of uh, ability and just uh, kind of... Uh, incredible. Uh, almost athletic ability. The, the main issue I saw uh, with Ch Chile looked gorgeous, by the way. Uh, and I'm just I'm just talking about the haircuts. Oh my God, just amazing haircuts, uh, top to bottom on that line. Beautiful. <laughs> but um, they play an attractive form of football, and it was cool to see because there's no other uh, Copa America team that kind of looks like them. They 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 there's a lot of cohesion, a lot of tiki taka kind of yeah. play, uh, and they look good. Uh, but they just what made, do you think looked best on the team? If you had to say, um. I don't. I don't remember all their names. That's uh, fine. Uh, but I mean, they're uh, so uh, Valdez looked really good from yeah. Bayern, right? Uh, uh, Vidal, you mean? Vidal, Vidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Alexis Sanchez looked a bit slow to me. Alexis Sanchez missed the ball a, a couple times in like crucial moments. Yeah, I know he looked. He he went through an injury spell at the end of the last season with Arsenal, and when he came back, he wasn't necessarily himself. I think he's still there. Last year in the Copa America, he looked better. Oh, the last Copa America. The last Copa. Oh America. my God, he was incredible. He looked great, but this one, he I don't know what it was. I mean, like. Chile made so many what seemed like mental mistakes. They, I, I mean, the the two goals they gave up looked. I mean, they were just turnovers. Right? Yeah. And so they gave up the ball in in crucial moments. They lost and, the match as and, much as Argentina won. Yeah, and the, and their front three, the Argentina's front three were completely just on point. Yeah. Whenever when it mattered, so uh, Di Maria. Uh, Benega, Iguain. Benega is incredible, man. You know, as much as his goal is impressive, and it, look, it was a deflection, 
But uh, that pass to uh, Di Maria down to the right hand side. Yeah, I mean, you don't get better passes than that in 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 a national team that is. You know, players have played all season already and they just got together. I mean, that was incredible. Benega is one of those players that he's he's dangerous when he's on the pitch because not many people probably crowd around him yeah. as they should because you have to cover Higuain. You have to cover Di Maria. And Benega is smart, man. He is good. And this was the this was the rematch basically of the Copa America final last year. And you can tell that well, obviously that, that rematch, uh, there's, there's clearly, you know, Argentina lost the Copa America and that was a big deal. Still, Argentina... Messi cannot win a, a world tournament. Yeah, can do it. <laughs> he, just, he can get to the final all the time. Um, but Messi didn't play this match. And I think that affected Chile a lot because they didn't know, like, uh, uh, who to focus on. Right. It was, it's easy to knock out, you know, yeah, like, you, to cover Messi and, and pull him out. And you're essentially playing against 10 guys when you yeah. do that. And, and yeah, and Chile didn't know exactly who to who right. to mark that heavily. Luckily, Higuain, you know, it chokes every time, uh, <laughs> every time he gets the ball. He did look good, though. He did. It, yeah, he's dangerous. He's a dangerous he's striker. Dangerous. Yeah. I mean, look, he was very close to signing for Arsenal, and every I don't know anyone that was not excited about it. He is he is one of those guys. I mean, he scores a ton uh, in the Serie A. Yeah. He is one of those very, very dangerous players. And it's kind of exciting. It was kind of fun to see what that team looks like without everyone focusing so much on Messi, you know, get Messi the ball, make Messi a part of it, make this and that. It was nice to see him sit at complete opposite of seeing Uruguay without Suarez. Sure. Exact opposite. Di Maria. Unbelievable. Incredible player. Wasting what, his time in France. What the hell was, were Manchester United thinking? Why would they? He was only there one year, right? Yeah. What the hell? They're insane. He may not be fit for their system, but now with... Mourinho back, he would have been a perfect oh fit. He looked God. great with Mourinho at Real Madrid. So uh, I don't know. He just looked a step faster and smarter. He he almost he almost plays a little bit like um, Villa as far as how he handles how, how he dribbles. Yeah, he he has a lot of similar Villa moves. I can see that. And uh, but but he has um that eye for for an assist more than Villa. Yeah, and you know the one thing I like about him is. You'd never know if he's going to send in a very good cross. He's very good at crossing, or if he's going to break you down. I mean, if you're a defender, yeah. If you're a left back, get you get you a forward who could do both. Who could do both? <laughs> uh, if you're a left back, bruh, you scare, bruh, you shook when he's got the ball because you don't know is he going to come right at you or is he going to send a cross? And his crosses are whipped in with pace. Yeah, the one thing I beg <laughs> everyone to do. He is the R.J. Allen of uh, <laughs> wow of the Argentina team. So uh, yeah, that, big I, honor. That is yeah, that is a big compliment for Di Maria. Big honor. Why don't we take a break? Yeah, a also, lot of stuff before we. Take Take a break. Just make sure you vote for RJ Allen for Etihad Player of the Month. That's right, guys. Get in there. Make sure you do that. Uh, it should be called the RJ Allen Award at this point. So do what you got to do. Um, why don't we do it? Look, Copa America is great. If you guys aren't watching it, you're one of the few because everyone seems to be watching it yeah, yeah. and enjoying it. It's only going to get better from here. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. What are we talking about in the second segment? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll figure it <laughs> out. It'll be a surprise to all as of us. As soon as you get back, you'll see. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Alexis Guerrero. So I'm one of the Cooligans, and I just want to talk to you guys real quick about On The Volley Apparel. Really cool clothing brand based out of uh, Southern California. They're LA Galaxy fans, but do not hold it against them. Right now, I'm wearing the most comfortable hoodie, and I'm not making that up. The most comfortable pullover hoodie I've ever owned, and it's got the Wu-Tang logo on the front with a soccer pitch inside of it. If you go to our uh, Instagram, you're going to see some of the photos of it. It's absolutely some of the coolest stuff uh, I've ever had. I want you guys to go check them out on Instagram 
at On The Volley Apparel, O-N-T-H-E-V-O-L-L-E-Y Apparel is A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Check them out. Their website is V-A Football Club, V-A Football Club.com. Check them out. Absolutely awesome clothing. Such cool style. Buy some of that stuff. Really support them because these guys are doing a great job producing some really, really awesome stuff. And we absolutely love all of their stuff. And I think you guys are really going to love it too. Again, check out that, that Wu-Tang. Uh, they even have that in a t-shirt. So I know it's starting to be summer. It's going to get nice and hot. Buy yourself a dope t-shirt. Um, I wore it on stage the other day and people kept asking me where I got it. It's pretty dope. I think everyone's going to love it. I think you will too. Check them out on the Volley Apparel. We're back. Yeah. And we've we've decided what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. While you were on the break, we argued <laughs> and uh, we figured it out. And yeah, guess what it is? A lot of Arsenal talk. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of transfer talk. But obviously yeah. when it comes to transfer talk. Uh, Arsenal's involved. Yeah, well, certainly this year, finally. As they, as they often, yeah, I've been, so, you know, I didn't pay attention to Arsenal's transfer issues last, uh, last year. Well, let's say forever. Uh, forever what they do is a lot of names come out in the beginning of the, yeah. of the, of the transfer window as to who they're going to buy. They don't buy anybody into the <laughs> last, absolute last minute. Yeah. They buy some 17 year old kid you've never heard of and the <laughs> fans are upset. And then we look really good in the preseason and then we start to get excited again and we think we're going to win the league and then we don't so (laughs) wow what a routine (laughs) yeah no it's it's very difficult uh but i will say this year uh granite shaka who's not a name on the on the front of everybody is uh you know tongue but uh from uh uh, dortmund uh no he was like uh uh, shalk not shalka oh uh, that's right that's right Marching Gladbach, maybe he was obviously Bundesliga. Okay, um, incredible, incredible. I, you know, again, I know that because I watched his YouTube clips. <laughs> um, but from everything I hear and from everything they say, he's one of those central defenders that can spring the attack. We haven't had that since Arteta was uh, younger, uh, so he's looking good. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, everyone was wondering at the end of the season, will Leicester City be able to keep their plays together? Um, I think they will. They're just all going to be at Arsenal. I think that's, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be, yeah, they're going to just uh, like literally helicopter in the same exact yeah, squad. Yeah. Just put, put them right, right in Arsenal's I mean, uh, shocking, stadium. shocking. <laughs> uh, first off, Arsene Wenger buying a 30 year old striker. <laughs> he's 29. Don't, you know how he's 29 and a half. Excuse me. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> how dare I? So apparently, um, this is uh, obviously this is the biggest story because uh, Jamie Vardy, uh, Jamie Vardy's contract, his buyout clause has been met by Arsenal or triggered. Triggered. That's yeah. the term they use. Yeah. Uh, 22 million pounds, which is, I mean, chump change. Yeah. Especially when Vanger you consider has a, Bale a, went to Real for 90. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this doesn't, uh, if oh, you, by the way, stir it. No, Sterling. Oh, that's right. Sterling was 50 something, you know, and Vardy, the guy who was a couple suspended games away from being the golden boot winner. Mm hmm. 22 million pounds. That's, you know what it's like? This is what's like being an Arsenal fan. You only shop in the clearance section, but imagine you walked in the clearance section and all of a sudden <laughs> there was this one thing you really need. You're like, Oh my God, is this a Versace? Yeah. You know? how, does, how does this get here? Shirt in here. Is this a mistake that it's in here? Is, it, like, no? is it refurbished? What's going yeah. on? Is this irregular? Is there a red <laughs> dot somewhere on it? Is there one sleeve longer than the other? <laughs> uh, was this, is there drug evidence in the pockets? Why? What is 
is and why is it here? Is, is this one uh, very racist against Asians for yeah. some reason? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll work with it. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, mildly racist. <laughs> I can say I said racist, which is even worse. Oh, oh Freudian. Uh, you know, you, you oh, don't you hate those racist Freudian slips? Oh, boy. <laughs> I've been living in Cobble Hill too long already. Um, I said racist. That's fucked up. <laughs> All right. Well, I apologize to everyone again. If you want to send a letter, send it care of Christian Polanco. Exactly. Yeah. I, I read them all. Yeah. So, uh, so Vardy, it, it, it's, it, it's a, it's a possibility. So Lester has to deal with this, right? They have to, well, um, supposedly they're making a counter offer. Like yeah. the, the whole thing was that they, that he would figure out his, and this is out in the open. This has been an offer has been made. This is all out in the open. This is it. Like there's no rumors as Arsenal fans. We hear like this person's going to be bought and it never happens. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of player, uh, MV, yeah, you know, a lot of players that I could in Villa, I should say, go back and be like, Oh, that was supposed to be an Arsenal player. Really close. Iguain is another one. Um, this is like, everyone's openly talking about it. Claudio Ranieri, a, uh, um, confirmed it. Uh, this is happening today. Uh, what's his name? Trangeri, Tranchetti, Palmieri, Tranchetti, Palmieri tweeted out. And if you don't know who he is, he's a, uh, he's a correspondent for uh, B in sports, CNN, Gaza Della sport contributor, rye sport one uh, Zona at 11 PM. Um, Sicilian Italian born, uh, journalist. I was just reading his uh, Twitter profile, which is why I ended up saying that last part. Um, he has tweeted out today. He's got over a thousand retweets. Arsenal have bid 32 million euros for Mares. Okay. So, t- which is a steal. Another. Yes. Two Versace shirts. How <laughs> they, they both get in here? <laughs> what? And they're both my size? <laughs> so this is, oh, you know, maybe that is the question. Are they the right size for Arsenal? That's a, that's a big concern. Now, at this point, there's a difference between Arsenal looking to, uh, uh, to get the pieces they need to take them over the top or, or what I think they're doing. My theory is, is that they're just trying to sabotage you know, the Premier League champions. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone, look, here's the which, thing. Which like, I get is, is, is a good strategy in itself. Great strategy, yeah. right? I mean, look, people are saying that, like, you know, this Tranchetti guy is not, not to be believed or trusted. And right now he's the only one who's who's mentioning this whole Mara's deal. It wouldn't shock me because I think a lot of people said that they thought Okazaki or Wes Morgan fit better. Uh, Mara is the number one name people say when they're talking about either Barcelona or Arsenal. I get it. I get why they would say it. Uh, the Vardy deal was a huge shock to me. But if they are double dipping, I mean, yeah, it's a great, it's a great strategy. Even if you buy these guys, play them and then sell them next year to let's say, you know, Barso or Real or PSG. Good on you. You stopped Lester. Here's the problem as Arsenal fans is we're out jumping on the Lester grenade while Chelsea is is getting stronger. Mourinho's going to Manchester United. You got you got Pep coming over to uh, to, to City. You got all these other teams, and they're just going to hopscotch us and win the win the league. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's interesting because if if, if the if the strategy from Arsenal is to sort of hurt Leicester, even even if they don't get these players, they just by uh, uh, triggering their buyout clauses, you are effectively uh, like financially hindering the team to some degree because now they have to renegotiate with their player. They have to offer them more money. Right. Not, and that is less money you can now you can that you can give to your new players or, or, or new signings that you would like to, to get. So uh, in, in this case, it seems like Arsenal, their belief is that their biggest threat 
for the uh, uh you know 2016 2017 season is Leicester and not not Man City and not Man Man U and not Chelsea. Right. I you know it's it's another one of these things where like it seems like we're 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 always an also ran, you know? Like I just I don't feel the confidence of us being able to I and it's funny I say that and then during the year I'm like we're going to win, we're going to win the league. I don't know. How do you feel as an Everton Fan, there's zero rumors. Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants Everyone to go there. Everyone wants to leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, no, the big news is uh, so uh, I think Everton in a couple of days is going to announce that Ronald uh, Coleman is, is their manager. Uh, is going is to be steal. the manager, which is a big. That's a. I think that's a good look. He did a lot for Southampton. Southampton uh, is in Europe. Yeah, and he seems like when you when you watch, if look, if Everton could play like Southampton, I would be. Very happy with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, why wouldn't you? So, and, 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 you know, when you think of Southampton, you don't think of just mega stars or anybody, but they had a good team. Shane Long was great. He had a, a, a couple of fantastic goals right. uh, last season. So, uh, I am optimistic about that signing. So, I don't know. Maybe he, he can uh, uh, attract some interest from other players and other players may want to go there. But, I, you know, who knows until he, he's finally. I think there. it's going to take another year. I think he has to institute his playing style, which he did at Southampton uh, really well. And I think once he institutes that and people see how fluid he likes to play, I mean, Everton is the kind of place where, you know, they feel, I feel like they need a manager to be there for a long time because they need that sort of stability. Like, you know, uh, Martinez wasn't that, but Moyes was that for a long time. They, I feel like they need that back. You know, I feel like once they get that back, it's going to be a little bit better. And, you know, it's, again, it's slow, slow steps. The exact opposite of Arsenal. Arsenal needs to go by yeah. right now. Everyone's saying that Arsene Wenger's freaking out because this is clearly his last year and he wants to go out on a high. Who knows? Just win the frigging league, will you? <laughs> uh, in other uh, big uh, transfer news, uh, nothing more Leicester news, uh, uh, rumors suggest that uh, N'Golo Kante might be headed uh, to Paris Saint-Germain. Or Chelsea, which are tripling his wages. So a lot of people want him. They clearly saw what he did last season, and they were like, yo, this dude, we need this dude. He's still running right now. <laughs> so He has not stopped. Uh, yeah, he, he ran around uh, all of Europe with the trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> kicking balls away from they didn't kids. Need, they didn't even need, a, like, a, a you know, the the... The, the the float you no, know he, he just yeah. he just held it up yeah. it. <laughs> he remember. just ran he ran through the parade route <laughs> and then he went full circle came back gave them the uh, yeah uh, amazing Angola Conte uh you know good for him it's good to see um uh players like that and maybe this happens more in Europe but you don't really I feel like th this doesn't really happen in MLS where um where like. In America, we're, we're like as knowledgeable over of like what a quality player is, even though they're not, uh, you know, scoring or a, right. a goalkeeper. You know, so there's you know there's more to the game. Yeah, it's like the stats don't necessarily matter Exa as much. Exactly, and and he's a player that you yeah you're like he's clearly wanted, uh, and he and he plays. Uh, they, what he offers is important to a team, and it's not just the things. It, it's not specifically goals or assists. So it's yeah, like, it's not quantifiable in numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, though the one thing you can say about him is when he's in, you win, and when he's out, you lose. I mean, absolutely incredible. Him and a player like Wes Morgan, uh, 
you know, I don't know. If, here's the thing. I would love to see Leicester stay together. I think they could probably, you know, do really well, maybe get in the Champions League next year. And by Keep me, the band together, guys. Yeah, me saying that means that they're going to win again. Uh, but if <laughs> It this was such starts, a beautiful story. It would be, it would be but it happened already. so sad. To- it happened already. It's like, you know, when you're an artist, you want to die at your peak, right? Because they'll talk about you that way forever. Do, is that what you want? Wow. Well, <laughs> not me. I mean, like, you know, like Kurt Cobain or Picasso. I'm sure, yeah. That was a perfect ending. <laughs> yeah, he was like, ending. this is the way I want to go, yeah. everybody. Uh, no one has any questions about how Kurt Cobain went. <laughs> but what I mean is, all he the went sadness, out, depression, and mental illness. I mean, whatever. But like, he went out in pretty, his peak, is what cool. I'm saying. <laughs> it was a pretty great way to go, isn't it? Hey, Shotgun, you're my only friend. Yeah, it really the 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 the, sp- the blood spatter pattern that he left on the wall was his final piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually a peace sign because uh, I'm out. Uh, you know, you want to you want to sort of walk away at your peak because that's the way like Jim Brown. Everyone will talk about you that way. And uh, I think this is it. The Lester movie is written. Let him go back to the third tier. OK, we're done. <laughs> uh, it'd be nice if they at least I, I, w- I would like to see them um, compete. Yeah. As well as they did last season, you know, maybe maybe they won't win it necessarily, but it it be it'd be definitely to me as a as a just a fan of the league, it'd be sad to just break them apart. Cause it, break it'd be, them apart, it'd be, root for your own look, club, it Christian. Was, it, but it was a big deal, like uh, when uh, when the Warriors uh, before they won the NBA Finals, there was a big uh, story like uh, that they were going to trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. They felt like that's what they needed to like get over that hump. Right. And how, and now looking back, how terrible would that have been? Absolutely. How, you would have missed the, the, the splash brothers, the whole story, the, just the, 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 the excitement. Every time Clay or Steph take a three pointer, how excited do you generally feel with just seeing the arc of the ball? You know, whatever. So, well, being a Knicks fan, and we were one position <laughs> away from picking Steph Curry, <laughs> I don't feel any excitement. I feel anguish. Just, I feel the know, walls closing in. As a fan of the sport, you know, whatever. Screw um, them. Root for Everton. <laughs> Do not root for less. No problem. Also, um, Ibrahimovic uh, is set to announce he, what team he is going to, and yeah. that seems to be Manchester United. The LA Galaxy of Manchester United. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's not coming to MLS. That rumor has died. It's done. It's obvious that it's going to be Manchester United. So it looks like... Uh, How do you think LA- he's going to fit there? Um, he loves Mourinho, so he's going to fit perfectly well. He's great on the counter. Uh, and his personality in the English Premier League is just going to be absolutely amazing. So who? So he's going to... He's obviously going to start... For sure. Who who do you take out? Is it going to be like Martial? And- take out Rashford. Take out Martial. Although Martial seems like he would be great on the counter. You move Rooney back or Rooney gets traded or sold. Rooney, no, Rooney's definitely going back. He uh, He's already been playing yeah, a, a, a role farther back. He's got to slide back. I mean, you know, Ibra's got to be up top. He just has to be. He's incredible. Yeah. It's just so strange that you have this like 19-year-old wonder kid. And it's like, no, let's get, put the 35-year-old guy. Yeah, the 35-year-old ponytailed guy. <laughs> Let him go in. With the villain mustache. Yeah, who, again, looks like the guy with the camera for boob cam. Uh, yeah, I think Eber is going to be exciting. Little MLS news. Looks like uh, Lucas Milano. Yeah, of the Portland Timbers. Uh, is, Boca. Is going to be sent on loan to Boca. I don't see him coming back necessarily. He's basically going back home. Yeah. Uh, you know, he wasn't playing too much for the Timbers this season. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's gone. He was a big deal in the, in the, in the MLS Cup play- playoffs last season. Uh, but Mil- Milano is 
officially going to Boca Junior. So this is good. I like the fact that that you know the top tier South American teams seem to have uh, a back and forth with the MLS. That's only good. That that raises our level a little bit uh, because I think those guys play tactically a little better than we do. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last few. Uh, Walcott to West Ham. How do you Supposedly, feel? Supposedly, twenty-five yeah. million. Get him off the team. <laughs> You're done with the with Duh, Theo. Theo. <laughs> they used to say sign the ting, meaning like sign the contract. Uh huh. Hey Theo, when they put the contract for West Ham, sign the ting. <laughs> Get to pouts. <laughs> um, rumors that uh, Philip Coutinho, Felipe Coutinho, will be that there's a bidding war for him from uh, Barcelona and PSG. Um, I don't think he's going to get sold, but if he does, that means Klopp's going to have more money to bring in more Dortmund players. So <laughs> yeah, he's just going to bring his whole friends in. Uh, uh, Pulisic to Liverpool. Yeah, oh my God, uh, that, that might be happen. exciting. Um, and Dani Alves, uh, uh, this uh, is in the past, but uh, Dani Alves left Barcelona uh, to sign with Juventus. The other Barcelona. The, the other, other always winning. <laughs> um, I do. You know, I don't know if you saw this video. Dani Alves said uh, that he's better than Pele because he's won more trophies than Pele. This video of him sort of laughing, jokingly saying that. That's, that's a weird... It's a weird statement to make. Very unnecessary. Yeah. Danny Alves is also Brazilian. Yeah. Which is also like, it, it, it's like saying you're better than Jesus. You know? Yeah. Like in Brazil, that's not, that's not a thing you do. No, no. That's <laughs> something you say when you want to be murdered. Yeah. It's like if, uh, you know, one of us said, you know, we're better than Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. People are like, yeah. how don't you dare? At what? <laughs> You ain't wearing no leather vest. <laughs> you do not speak about our Lord and Savior yeah. that way. How dare you? If Bon Jovi heard you, he would kill you right where you stand. <laughs> so, but uh, apparently Danny Alves left Barcelona uh, because he felt, quote, uh, it was too easy uh, playing at Barca and I wanted to leave my comfort zone. Jesus. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> if I can. Uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds stupid. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he's he's kind of a wild card anyway. He doesn't really fit Barca. Style wild, sure. But, I mean, personality, he's kind of a wild card, you know. Uh, so it's going to be fun to see him play with Pogba. I think it's just going to be great if Pogba stays. How is Pogba? People are saying Pogba is the most overrated player. Are you? What's wrong with all of you? Him and Dybala. That, how is Dybala not getting bought? Well, yeah. I mean, Juventus is a big uh, it's a world power when it comes to, uh, you know, world wow. clubs. I mean, they're the best in the Serie A, which everyone's poor in the Serie A at this point. No one has any money, so <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was just surprised by um, the... Is that a thing that players can just be bored by winning so much? Is that a, I, I've never really heard of that. I mean, we're, I'm an <laughs> Arsenal fan and an NYCFC fan. Probably not the guy to ask. <laughs> Just a strange sentiment, you know. As a professional athlete, you're just like, oh God. I yeah. Just keep I mean, it, maybe it's similar to LeBron going back to the Cavaliers, where he was like, maybe. I mean, Danny Alves doesn't really have any connection to Italy, I imagine. No. So there's not. It's not like he's going back home. No. You know, if he came back to Brazil to yeah, win, if he I, plays like Fluminense or something. You're like, I, ah, now okay, this guy I cares. So this, yeah. You know, so it's a it's a strange. It's like Tevez going back to Boca means something. Yeah, I guess Danny just, Alves going to Syria to Juventus doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, yeah, you're just, you're still it's like yeah you 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 can if you go to Juventus, Bayern, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're not trading really... one Champions League team for another. <laughs> exactly. If you want to go to Syria, go to Kievo, okay? <laughs> go, to, go to Hellas Verona, which I believe just got relegated. But if they didn't, go to them. Yeah. Yeah, let's see how much you really want to challenge, <laughs> Danny. Uh, well, yeah, I, he'll be fine. Um, uh, okay, so... Um, let's take a break. Let's and, take a break. Uh, we'll be we'll back with Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner, everybody. Damn, Alexis, you look amazing. Damn, Christian, I was going to say the same thing about you. You're practically glowing. Dude, I got to know, did you lose weight? Did you just shave? Did you get a new haircut? Did you get your teeth whitened? Did you get a face tattoo? Did you get bicep implants? You know, I, I think it's that we're both wearing these great shirts from On The Volley Apparel. That's right. Not only are On The Volley uh, clothes super comfortable, they have some amazing designs. Yeah, they're all soccer inspired, like their shirt with the Wu-Tang logo that has a soccer pitch in it. Dude, that's one of my favorites. You know what? We got to let our fans know that they could save 20% off any order with the promo code THECOOLIGANS, all one word, just by going to VAFootballClub.com. That is huge. 20% off any order of On The Volley Apparel at VAFootballClub.com just by using the promo code THECOOLIGANS, all one word. That's a great deal. Yeah, our listeners are really lucky. Hey, uh, you don't think this tattoo of Elsa on my face looks stupid, do you? Nah, man, of course not. Hey, do you think it's weird that my doctor added nipples to my bicep implants? Yeah, baby. Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner. Yeah. So we got a little bit of news. Uh, it's been exciting. And most of the news is really the stuff we've already talked about. Yeah, the big Couple stuff. Things. Yeah, but there's like, there's little, th these are the, the, the stories that are, uh, that, that slipped through the cracks. Yeah. That we <laughs> that <laughs> didn't bubble to the top. <laughs> exactly. So, um, uh, this is big today. Uh, to what? Today is June seventh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, if you uh, if you don't recall, uh, there was uh, a big story with um, Chelsea last season. Mourinho, uh, obviously, he got fired. There, he got sacked. There were so many issues. So many. But one of them, we know who to blame. We know. <laughs> and so but, does he. But one of the uh, issues that he had to deal with last season was um, uh, Eva Carnero. Uh, which I feel weird just addressing her as an issue. She's a human being yeah. <laughs> who was who was wronged, you know. Who clearly doesn't know her place. <laughs> but Eva Carnero, uh, she was the the team doctor. Yeah, and uh, physio, if you're English. And uh, she was involved in. Uh, so if you don't remember the story, basically, she basically like ran out on the pitch when no one asked her to. Exactly. And but Mourinho secretly said that, or believed that it was because she was too romantically involved with the players <laughs> yeah so there was a so uh there was a case uh she sued them for this because that's not a really she got fired after that happened yeah she got unceremoniously let go yeah so it was it was really bad so she basically claimed it was like a wrongful termination suit and uh so i'll we'll fill you in on if you don't remember the story but she won her case she just won uh or, or she settled it she settled. Yeah, but she turned down the last settlement, which I think was one and a half million pounds. Uh, 1.2 million pounds. So she said no to that. So clearly she got more than that. She had to have. Yeah. So Good for her. Uh, Chelsea, Mourinho, and Carnero have, have settled. So this is now over and done with. He can he can begin his Man United spell. Uh, you which know. he said, by the way, S Man United deserves him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. he can Now he can harass the physios yeah. in Manchester. So look out. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
But this is um. It, so I, I was reading over the story because I didn't remember every single detail from it. So sure. you know, I remembered it as she ran onto the field to take care of uh, uh, Eden Hazard, and uh, apparently Mourinho was upset because he, it, it, it was a crucial point in the game, and they didn't want to stop the game because right. Chelsea was like pressuring. So they and it was right about that point of the the massive slide they had last season. Yes, where if. She hadn't done that. He feels that momentum was on their side. And if they would have won that match, it would have turned it around. It was early enough in their slide. So I guess the longer it went with, you know, the slide happening, the more and more he focused on how she was the reason for it. <laughs> Which is obviously crazy. Insane. For, uh, but she... Uh, she the 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 claim was that uh, Mourinho said that she was impulsive and naive. Uh, those are his words for running out on the field without basically being told to. Um, but when you see, you know, there's a there's a what do you you know there's the Hippocratic oath, you know, right? You when you see someone injured, you're like, all right, well, you know, when you're That's on a plane, job. when you're on a plane and somebody's like, is there a doctor on board? They're not like, hey, let me check with my manager yeah. if I can uh, go. <laughs> did the pilot say it's okay? <laughs> exactly. So it's instinct to go out and help an injured player and, and hazard appears to be injured. So that's a, uh, that's why she went. But the, the, the big cause of the, uh, of what she felt was, uh, sexual harassment was Mourinho during the match. Uh, he quote said, uh, in Portuguese, cause she's also Portuguese. Yeah. He said, uh, uh, I, man, I'm, I'm butchering this, but yeah, I think you'll get the point. Uh, fila da puta. Which yeah. is, uh, basically means a daughter of a whore. Yeah. And so that's what you yell at a doctor. <laughs> so that's what he said. That's so she heard that. He said that. And then his claim, his response to that was, I was, he didn't say, I didn't say that. She's crazy. He, he said, I was saying that the whole game. What's yeah. the big deal? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I said that over there to the hot dog salesman. I said it to the manager of the other team. You mean you're going to... Uh, that's how I talk. Yeah, what, you think I meant you specifically because you <laughs> ran out there it's and like, your uh, mother jo happens to have been a whore? Hey, you know? uh, Jose, uh, we're at work. Uh, yeah. you, you, your daughter's still a whore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... I don't know what's the big deal. I don't I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> so, uh, look, we, we're glad that's over. I'm sure she got... Uh, like, I just found out that in in houston they call everything a hoe like if you walk in with nice sneakers they're like look at look at you wearing them nice hoes or like if you're playing basketball they'll be like shoot that hoe yeah yeah it's just a, it's a noun that yeah. feels <laughs> maybe Mourinho spent some time <laughs> in houston in h-town with beyonce yeah yeah him and uh him and slim thug slim thug paul wall and paul wall <laughs> mike jones who mike jones uh maybe so uh look i'm look i'm sure she it, it's it's unsettling and it's a, and it's a it's a bummer that she had to deal with this in the first place. But this is, uh, you know, it brings up a lot of issues. Of just sort of women in the workplace is a very common thing. Uh, but as 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 always with uh, men in powerful positions, they always come off unscathed. He'll be fine in Manchester United making tons of money. Yeah, he'll be just fine. <laughs> um, also, uh, speaking of uh, Manchester United. Uh, Maruan Fellaini. Uh, if you haven't, if so, you you know Fellaini. Uh, most people dislike him. I yeah, guess you know he is not not loved. <laughs> so he uh, he recently put out a new picture of himself on Instagram. You know, and we know the Fellaini fro. Yeah, it's a, it's famous a famous fro. Uh, but now it's blonde. Blonde. Did you see Ramsey? I didn't see Ramsey. Ramsey went like full bleach blonde hair 
whole head. <laughs> it's shocking. I'm going to pull it up and show it to you. When it comes to, look, haircuts and hair in general in football, it's a, it's a big deal. It, it is Your important. Your hair is important. You know, there's not much uh, uh, you can do to, I mean, I, I don't want to say that, that there's not much you can do to, to stand out, but it, it seems like there is a, there is a consensus that you have to, uh, uh, th- your hair is like your 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 signature to some degree. You know, it's it's it, it, it seems like footballers are very competitive when it comes to haircuts. It, it is, and it's it's part of what people see. Like people talk about the NFL. The NFL uh, passed the law that you can't take off your helmet during gameplay a few years ago. Yeah, and a lot of the players said that it was anti-player because they can't really market themselves if they're constantly wearing a helmet. You know, mm-hmm. you people don't get to see what they look like. It, it lowers their um, ability to be you know to market other products and their sponsorship deals and whatnot. So sorry. Soccer players take that very seriously. It's a very free sport. It's a very creative sport. They tend to be very free and creative with their hair. Uh, Maron Fellaini kind of stuck in the same haircut, and maybe he's thinking of a way to get out of it. Uh, and and it, but his blonde is like a like an auburn, or maybe that's just the Instagram filter. Yeah, an ashy blonde. Yeah. The other thing is, <laughs> what's with the collar on the shirt? I mean, what is happening? Pull that thing up closer to your neck, bruh. No, he has a very. It's not a deep V, but it's a low crew. Yeah, it's a low crew. <laughs> I'd rather he had. A real crew that would tell him don't wear that <laughs> shirt, dog. Yeah, he does look like he's uh like he's about to go clubbing in the eighties. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's wearing those pointy gator shoes. <laughs> Have you seen Aaron Ramsey yet? I have. Seen, yeah, he's bleach blonde. He looks like Gwen Stefani. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gwen Stefani with a slightly better beard. Um, it's, uh, it's embarrassing. It's weird. Yeah. So uh, next up, um, uh, Neymar. Oh. Neymar, Neymar is not playing in the Copa America, and the Copa America is going on right now. So it was a big deal. Barcelona basically said, "You, you're playing in one of the one or the other. You're playing in the Copa America or you're playing in the Olympics." So what he has chosen to do, he is- came to America to be with his teammates and support, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. He is, Are you sure? He's on a world tour. He's on a U.S. tour. He is on the Neymar tour. <laughs> the Neymar tour. So he is. Uh, it, it's he. He watched the opening match uh, of Copa America with uh, with Brazil. He was he was with. Uh, Jamie Fox, yeah, he's he's hanging out. He's 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 chilling. So it's, superstar. It's weird to have one of the greatest footballers on earth just watching the game. Yeah. You know, watching his team play. He he just should be there. You're better than everyone out there, dude. <laughs> Get out there. You should be. But no. So uh, it's like when I watch a comedy show. You know, exactly. Like, you like, should be on. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> watching this? You're better than Back this here <laughs> with us commoners. Come on, get in there. <laughs> but uh, Neymar. He's been uh, he's been all over the U.S. doing a lot of fun things. Uh, one of the fun things, which was exciting to me, I'm a big Met fan. Yeah. Uh, he came uh, to to meet meet the Mets. Yeah. Greet, Greet the, the Mets. Mets. <laughs> Tell me again, what are the Mets? If you're a Neymar, <laughs> so uh, Neymar, look good in a baseball jersey. Look good. He was wearing a, a, a Met jersey, the home jersey, and uh, he there, there's a great video. Of him, great if you hate Neymar. <laughs> video of him uh, at a batting practice, taking a couple swings in a batting cage, taking a couple swings, and this is. And uh, let me just say, the bat must have been really heavy. <laughs> Neymar 
Uh, so you we under we see that he's clearly never used his hands, right? No, he I feel like he tweets with his toes. <laughs> this guy can't use his hands for anything. He looks like he has no upper body strength, None. no no shoulders. Uh, his swing was like a five year old girl who his no. da- the dad is like, just take a couple so I could take a photo. I've seen I've seen little league t ball yeah. with better swings than what Neymar My attempted. God, he looked really really bad. Uh, and it's and it's like the video's been going around. It's pretty funny of just him with some very poor swings. And now you think he's going to be embarrassed again. He's hanging out with Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber looks like a, a little white Kanye. He's got tight ass jeans, <laughs> this massively heavy looking shirt. Yeah. Uh, and they decide to kick the ball around little kippy uppy. Yeah. Neymar and Justin and Bieber. Justin Bieber, if you're listening. And by the way, if you think I'm about to shit on Justin Bieber, <laughs> you are wrong. That boy has got skills. He is. Uh, yeah. We should. Uh, Canada should look. Can Canadian national team. You want people to show up? Beaver. Beaver can ball, dude. Dude, Beaver's techers all day. (laughs) Yeah, Beaver and and Neymar were doing some keepy-uppy back and forth. The ball did not drop once. Amazing. Headers, shoulder, use the shoulder. He uses his, his thigh, his feet. Uh, incredible. Neymar, by the way, doing it all with a beer in his hand. Yeah. Uh, so, so much respect. <laughs> but again, Neymar's paid millions to do this. Yeah. Bieber, no one even knew the kid could ball. Yeah. He is he has paid millions to be a teen heartthrob. Oh. And we, I mean, the weird part of the video is when he stopped to throw eggs to the neighbor over the fence. That was <laughs> Yeah, we're like, weird. okay, we, we th- you did this already. Yeah, Why are you like, doing this again? I feel like you're repeating yourself. <laughs> There's a pattern here. developing. <laughs> yeah. You really love this, don't you? <laughs> but man, the kid could ball. It was incredible. It was yeah, amazing. That, that was pretty cool. Uh, um, yeah, you look another thing. You, you, it's easy to dislike Justin Bieber. Yeah, but I feel like you know his his you know he lived his 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 life very publicly, his childhood very publicly. Yeah. He could he could easily have become Michael Jackson in terms of like crazy. Oh, I mean, I feel like he's on his way, <laughs> but I feel like he's he's going at a, at a at a reasonable pace. Look, he did the Comedy Central roast. He, he he can he can laugh at himself. Imagine Michael Jackson doing the Comedy Central roast. That's something that I think would have been helpful and therapeutic for him. Would have been great. <laughs> the jokes. That would have been atrocious. <laughs> Hard to watch, but it would have been great. Yeah, it would have been. So, you know, props to Bieber. I think uh, I think he's not going to Die of a drug overdose. That's no. all I'm saying. Uh, he doesn't have to say sorry <laughs> for those skills. <laughs> also, on. Neymar also went to the NBA Finals. Yeah, hanging out in Barbosa. Turned around, saw him on the way out. That's right. Said some nice uh, things in Portuguese, and they all had a big laugh and a ha-ha. He got to meet um, Neymar. Took a picture with Steph Curry. They, 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 swapped, they, jerseys. they swapped jerseys. Uh, so it, it, I'm, I'm almost a little curious. Like, do... Um, you know, soccer stars, you know, especially in Spain, I don't know how popular NBA, I guess in Spain. Incredibly. No, it is yeah, pretty big. Yeah, in right. Europe, NBA is yeah, massive. Yeah, so he, know, he knows Curry. Yeah, and I would say does. in the NBA, uh, the NBA is more massive in Europe than the Premier League is in the U.S. Okay, okay, it's, cool. Yeah, it's like everyone knows about it. Like ever, ever since the Barcelona, you know, uh, Olympics, when the dream team, NBA has been like the place to, the play, the thing to watch yeah, for yeah. America, for them, yeah. Okay, and finally, um, the FIFA 17 trailer. Just when you got comfortable with 16. It takes, you know, about eight to nine months to get comfortable with the one game. They're like, nope. There's a new one coming. Here comes a new one. So the FIFA 17 trailer is uh, is up. It's on YouTube. It's on. If you play FIFA 16, you can see the video right uh, right in the main screen. Uh, 
What'd you think? Um, it doesn't show a ton of the gameplay in yeah. the trailer that I saw. They focus a lot more on like the motion capture. Yeah, I mean it, the face, right? The facial face, uh, structures of the players is incredible. Yeah, so graphically, they, they, so you know. Every year we're like, well, what are they going to change? What's the new thing? Yeah. And usually it's just the shirts. They just change <laughs> they the just jerseys update and the jer- that's it. No, but like, you know, I play FIFA pretty addictively. As um, do I now again. And uh, the difference between FIFA fi- uh, 15 and 16, I mean, the the, the, the physics were very, very different. The ball yeah. like was just bounced more realistically, the interaction between both players. So this, this trailer kind of focused on the game. Um, almost uh, focusing on the uh, the game graphically and uh, on the spectacle of like how much money they're putting into like this is a big budget motion picture. That's what it's what that's what the trailer yeah. kind of told me. Like, like a Michael Bay video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's gonna be explosions in this one. Yeah, yeah. Gonna- <laughs> Megan Fox is on every team, <laughs> whether you like it or not. That's how it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it, it seems like yeah, that's um they they're look the game is incredibly popular and it's only growing every single year and it's difficult to find what to change because the games are are so good all the time yeah i mean uh great googly boogly one of our fans just posted it's going to be a slight upgrade on 16 the next tweet which was a slight upgrade on 15 next tweet which is a slight upgrade on 14 next tweet okay i'll stop which he's right uh you know they are slight upgrades but you know i think there was a big shift from 14 to 15 you know i think the style of play the the way the system worked the way the defending worked yeah for a while they tried to make you be your own goalkeeper nobody wanted to do that no no <laughs> um so we're back to having them be the goalkeeper but i think a lot more changes are going to come i think we're starting to see now we're just going to get so incredibly lifelike that it's just going to be too hard to play you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to play every day you're, you're, gonna you're literally going to be like winded after a game yeah <laughs> sweating the, the, the wiping the sweat off your brow yeah i mean when i when i try to think of uh i'm, I'm, I'm sort of this way with video especially sport video games i'm like well what would i like to see I mean, if you can, even while I'm talking, can you think of a thing you would like to change about the game that you would wish is in FIFA 17? Um, I wish the defending was a little better. I think sometimes better. How? What do you mean by? I mean, I mean a bit more intuitive. I mean, maybe that's just me because I'm really terrible with defending. Yeah. You know, I I'm not great at guessing which way the player's gonna go. So my guys end up looking like it is. But one of the things that frustrates me, it seems like. In regular, in real life soccer, players tend to go towards the ball if a person misses their mark. You know how many times murder sackers just looking the other way? I mean, that kind of stuff just never happens in real life. Sure. And that that part of the engine, I think, needs to be fixed. So because I am stuck yelling, you know, <laughs> if your player leaves his mark or he gets passed, players tend to try to recover. They don't just stand there and stare and look around, you know? Yeah, I, I guess my... The only thing I could th- really think of that I would like to change, maybe the the in air physics. Like, I, there's something I I don't like about, you know, when when you have like if if it's Lukaku against uh, like and the ball's in the air and they're going there's a fifty fifty ball, but it's Lukaku and uh, uh, Coutinho, let's say, yeah, so tiny guy, tiny guy. Lukaku should get that ball all the time. Not all the time. Or you know what? You know what? Notice I was we're complaining about things our own team do. <laughs> no, no, no. But just uh, there's like, what, what, this is one complaint I do have actually. Uh, there, when it comes to the, when the ball's in the air and a player gets fouled, the game there, there's never a foul. Like there's never a call. 
Right. It, it just, it just, it's like the referee will never call any kind of foul where they're both going in the air and somebody gets knocked over. Yeah. So that that'd be one thing like where I wish the 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 physics the physics could include fouls in that are in the air. Yeah, I mean, if they made it too realistic, then you know you'd have teams like uh, you know every time you jump for the ball, there'd be a foul though. Fine. Yeah, you want like, a real on. damn game. <laughs> Let this game take ninety minutes, even though we're playing six minute halves. Yeah, so uh, that's so yeah, so FIFA seventeen and look. Well, and, I can't wait for it to come out so that we can go back to the players' lounge and, and get revenge on these damn twelve year olds. <laughs> yeah, and if you have, uh, if you're excited about FIFA seventeen and you're a big fan of the game, let us know what uh, what changes you think uh, FIFA seventeen would should make. I mean, we're I'm like uh, uh, trying to think of things I would uh, change even slightly about the game, but. For the most part, I don't know if the game is perfect or or if like I play it enough and I'm like, well, these this is it, and 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 I just I just deal with it and yeah. I end up liking it anyway. Right, you know that there's bugs in it, and you're just gonna play with those bugs. Yeah, for the most part, I, I would say I don't really notice any real like uh, glitch issues like that we, you you know that you saw in like you know FIFA '98. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for like PlayStation One, right, you can only run forward, back, <laughs> left, and right. You can't run in a circle. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but like, if uh, if you're listening to this and you, there's things that you you know we didn't talk about, or you things that in FIFA 17 that you'd like, to yeah, see, let, let us, us know, know what pisses you off about FIFA 16. Hopefully, they make those changes for FIFA 17. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to talk about it. So, yeah. uh, so that's it, everybody. Yeah, we you've been it. listening to the Cooligans. We did it again. Uh, make sure you follow us uh, on Twitter at Soccer Cooligans. Follow- we have uh, some really awesome stuff which might be coming out before this video, before this podcast is released. But hopefully, you guys are paying attention. We've got some really big surprises coming. Yeah, out. and make sure during the Copa America we will be uh, uh, Facebook living. Yeah, a, Facebook. Li- it sounds like living. Living. <laughs> I feel like we'll, we'll be living. <laughs> but Facebook, we'll be doing Facebook Live and we're talking uh, uh, pregame and uh, uh, halftime, postgame, a lot of stuff. So. Uh, uh, Get in. Sure. Send us some comments. Send us some questions. Yeah, if you want to talk? Follow us on uh, on Facebook. Like our page because uh, and then you'll you won't miss any of those Facebook live videos. Absolutely, and uh, we'll be posting about it on Twitter and whatnot as well. But uh, make sure you hit like on our Facebook page. It'll actually send our um, account a little bit higher in the ranks. So when we go live, more people will see it, and that will only help us out. And uh, you don't have to spend any money or do anything. You, all you have to do is click one button. It will help us out. Uh, so go ahead and do that. My name is Alexis Guerreros. My name is Christian Polanco. We are the, the Cooligans. Cooligans.